we should be focused on the positive. We should see their skills. We should see their their talents and their blessings and the, the things that they do each day that are positive. Relationships become difficult when our minds start to dwell on the negative. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Live Right Now podcast. This week and this month for the month of March, we are focusing on the positive and looking for the good. I hope that as we've posted and as we talk about these ideas, that you can look for the good in your life and utilize that principle to really focus on and maximize the positive outcomes in your own life because what we focus on really grows. On our podcast episode this week, we are talking about looking for the good in dating and relationships. In the LDS community, which I'm a part of and I know and have many friends that are also LDS, there is a huge focus on family and relationships and dating and marriage. And it can be really hard to be positive sometimes if if our family relationships don't match the ideal that we've been taught or that we strive for or our dating relationships haven't been working out, if we've been divorced or if we've been single for a long time, if, if we're struggling with a, a dysfunctional family or a difficult parenting situation, it can be really hard to focus on the positive. But the message that I hope to get across today is that we should keep doing what we know works. Keep doing the actions that will eventually bring the outcomes that you're looking for. Keep striving for the ideal and what you consistently move towards, you will eventually reach. We start with a, an interview with someone named Allison, who is at the time of this interview, she was 27 years old and hadn't quite found someone to marry yet, but she had been dating for a long time and shares with us a powerful perspective that may be valuable to a lot of people who are in the dating scene and maybe starting to get discouraged. You learn from dating no matter what it is. You learn more about yourself, you learn more about other people, you get to experience something new. So I think it's totally okay to go on dates with people that you know you're not gonna get married to. I think dating is a learning experience and it's like, it sometimes like I'm 27 now, so it's like, oh, I've been dating for so long. But like my life is it's going to come a point probably pretty soon where I'm not going to be dating anymore. So I should just, I don't know, enjoy the time that I have with it because there's going to be a long time where I'm not going to be in this situation of That's dating. Good. So from that perspective, I'm getting that we should keep doing what works. Like dating is the way to eventually find someone to get married. And if you're dating, keep dating and enjoy that time. From my perspective, having recently been married, there is a lot of value in that time before you get married. So definitely appreciate and enjoy that time. Uh, I apologize if you hear any background noise. We were in a library <laughs> during COVID and we weren't allowed to use a private room to do that interview. And then I asked Allison, what advice would she give for someone who's been in the dating scene and is getting older, 28, 29, 30 years old and older and hasn't found that perfect person yet? What would she say to those who are still looking for a spouse? I think it's a mindset. I think definitely stay positive. It bugs me 
when I'll meet guys that are really awesome and I'll like ask other people about them like oh like we should hang out with them or something and they'll say oh yeah well they don't date anymore they're done with dating and I just think like what a waste to to be a really great person and not and want to and to want to close yourself off to other people I just think you're there's I think there's really only one choice to be able to find someone to be with and that's to date so if you close yourself off to that then you're just kind of giving up and I just don't really see the point in that. And I understand that it can be difficult, but maybe changing your style is the answer, not giving up on dating or not wanting to go to activities or not wanting to ask girls out anymore. I just don't see that as a solution. So for my friends out there in the dating world, I hope you can take that perspective, obviously apply your own judgment and wisdom to her her insight that she shared about continuing to date keep putting yourself out there and definitely work on your mindset because our attitude really determines the outcomes we get in our lives and what we focus on grows now we'll take that to its next step and look at a perspective from someone who's been married for over 30 years and about how we can apply the principle of looking for the good in a marriage situation Jim and Deanne Mitchell, at the time of this interview, had been married for 34 years and are members of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. As such, they believe that their marriage can be eternal as long as they keep the right perspective and attitude in their relationship. The reality is that we each bring different and beautiful skills and and blessings to that relationship and so we need you know the challenge for us is to meld those things into a relationship that that is eternal and in doing so you have to dwell in the positive and the positive again is christ's realm if you if you look at you know if you read the scriptures you realize that uh, through all the negative that he that he dealt with for all the negative that he suffered, that Christ lived in the positive realm, okay? And that if we want to become more like Christ, we need to dwell in the positive. And that includes how we treat our companion. And that should be that we should, we should be focused on the positive. We should see their skills. We should see their their talents and their blessings and the the things that they do each day that are positive, the things that become difficult, relationships become difficult when our minds start to dwell on the negative. And, and that, that, that hurts a relationship. That's, that's, you know, it, it brings a relationship down. Now, along with that, the other aspect that I wanted to share is that, is that we, when we, when our, our focus is on the other person's needs instead of on our needs, that's when the relationship flourishes. It really flourishes. And, and, and we need to just today, you know, this, this fine lady next to me, she, uh, she's sitting in the worst chair in the, in the house. Okay. And she chose that that way. She said, okay, well, you know, here's the best chair. I'll give that to Jim. And, and I'll take this chair that's difficult to sit in. 
And that's just who she is. That's what she does. And so we, we are going to be blessed when we're thinking about what, what's going to make my companion happy. And another thought that I wanted to throw in here in case I don't get it on another question, Jacob, is that our image, the image that you have of marriage or of life, I've got, I've got news for you. It's going to be shattered. Okay. It's going to break apart. You know, that doesn't mean that you can't be happy, that you can't be joyful. It just means that the, the ideal that you, that each of us may have of how life is going to turn out is, is going to it's going to fall apart. It's going to get shattered. But the beautiful thing about any mosaic that anyone has ever seen is you take the broken pieces and you rearrange them differently and you put it back together so that something that was, was simple before is even more beautiful after you put the broken pieces together. And so learning, accepting that, that the ideal is not always going to be met but that we can, we can still keep our objectives and our goals in mind and keep working toward those and take the broken pieces of our image and make a beautiful mosaic from that. I think that's a great way to look at it. In our culture, we really have this fantasy and this idea of what marriage and love should look like. And it's not very realistic. A lot of times the focus is on infatuation and that only lasts up to like two years. And without those hormones raging through our systems, sometimes it can be really hard to focus on the positive. It can be easy to dwell in the negative, but our goal here at Live Right Now is to bridge the gap between what research and experience teaches us about what actually works in relationships and in life and what we're actually doing so we can live right right now let's continue i think that's a great way to look at it and also in the focusing on the positive you pick your battles you know so he leaves the toilet seat up or so whatever those are he honors these priesthood which one do i care more about Absolutely, the priesthood, I, and he doesn't. He's really good. He's always put it down all of our life, all of our married <laughs> life. But th that's something that I hear women complain about. I don't personally have that problem, but others do. Uh, or the toothpaste cap. You know, you hear all those little nitpicky things. Those are just insignificant of the world things. And if it bothers you that much, let them know. If they still won't change it, then put the cap back on if you like, if you want it on. Those, th you know, let pick your battles. You know, and don't let things build up. Don't let get frustrated about them talk to the talk to your spouse about them and if that's still something that they want to do then let it go and you know move on hey everyone thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of live right now this month we are looking for the good and focusing on the positive i hope that you got some insights from the interview with Allison, as well as with Jim and Deanne Mitchell about really looking for the good and there's good and bad in life, you know, whichever you focus on is the reality that you'll live in. So I hope we can all look for the good and live in that side of, of life, the positive realm. 
as Jim said. We'll continue looking at how focusing on the good applies in our relationships next week as we discuss principles of parenting with our guest, Brad Rashal, a former child protective social worker. Make sure to follow us on social media, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. And if you're interested in bringing project ideas to life or developing and mastering your skills in digital marketing or social media, please check out the Change the World Club and you can, you can message us on Facebook or Instagram for more information about that. And once again, thanks for listening to Live Right Now. This has been Jacob Armand, your host. Have an amazing week and look for the good.